news is one of the most insightful businesswomen that I know. Sarah is absolutely amazing. Sarah's wisdom, enthusiasm, and positive outlook on life motivates me to be a better person. Her ability to see the very best in people is just awesome. Sarah's coaching and mentoring inspired me to become an entrepreneur. What an inspiration. Welcome to the Destined for Greatness podcast, where we believe that each person is destined for greatness. I am your host, Sarah Noose, and I'm joined by my handsome co-host who happens to be my hubby, Adam. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. How are you? Dr. Adam Noose. Dr. Adam. How cool is that? (laughs) No. (laughs) So cool. Well, today on our show, we're talking to another doctor, Dr. Courtney Baker. And you know, you and Dr. Courtney Baker have the same doctorate. We do. Organizational leadership. I didn't know that. that. Yeah. You know what? I didn't think to tell you until right now. How cool is that? So you already love her. I don't know anyone else. Well, maybe I do. Except your whole class? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Outside of that class, I don't know of anybody else that has that. Wow. Well, I think it's just amazing. And you guys put in the hard work. The cool thing about her is she was a single pregnant teenager living on food stamps, double shifts, And she has now become a CEO, a host of a podcast, Conquering Glass Ceilings. She's a researcher. She's a best-selling author. She's a corporate trainer. She is a superstar. She, that's unbelievable. And I did not come from that same path. (laughs) (laughs) You weren't a A pregnant teen. Yes. But she's just amazing. And her mission is to change the statistics of women in leadership. She's just wanting to empower women to lead. Which is very similar to what what you're trying to accomplish Mm -hmm. as well. So it's always fun to see that blueprint. But uh, as we look at our kids, you don't want a glass ceiling being there for our girls. And and I think it's already starting to change. I always wonder, is that glass ceiling even there anymore? Because we live here in Bowling Green, Kentucky, and the CEO of Fruit of the Loom, Mm -hmm. biggest business in town, a woman. That's a so young awesome. Woman too. I love that. That's so cool. Right. So her podcast and what she talks about a lot is conquering the glass ceiling. Like to know that these we have these limiting beliefs, but that we don't need those. That really the sky is the limit. And if we set our mind to it, we can do all things. All things. And that and uh, I was just at a conference this week in Las Vegas and uh and one of the speakers was the athletic director for UNLV. Um and she was the first female of any color. So she was Hispanic wow. and female. And uh, Go, girl. One thing is really cool that, that she's in that position, mm-hmm. but it's also kind of sad that we're just now right. experiencing our first I Hispanic agree. female in a role like that. Yeah. But, but hopefully, uh, with all of you mm-hmm. breaking ceilings, our girls won't even know about it. Yeah, I love that. Well, Courtney Baker is amazing. So let's pop over and listen to her podcast. Well, I am so excited to have my friend, Dr. Courtney Baker, on our Destined for Greatness podcast. How are you, friend? I am great. I'm so glad to be here with you, Sarah. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I am so excited. You know, I had my sights set on you long ago just because (laughs) you are such an incredible businesswoman. And in a way, I feel like we're so similar. 
Oh, well, I, you know what? I agree. I think that not with the being incredible businesswoman, <laughs> but that, that we're so similar. Right. Um, yeah. Just to, to, and I stand in awe of what you have built and um, it's just so inspiring and incredible. And now with the podcast, mm. you're doing amazing things. Well, thank you. Well, so are you. And so I want my audience to learn more about who you are and what you're doing. So can you give us um, now, it's funny when I say a snapshot because you have an incredible story and there's so many layers and pieces to it. And really what we're talking about today is leadership and women in leadership. And that's really your specialty. Um, but mm-hmm. could you give us a little bit of a backstory of who you are and how you got to be where you are today? Sure. Um, so I started my adult journey as a single teenage mom, and I was on Medicaid and food stamps, um, and I had my son, Landon, just six months after I graduated high school. Wow. And um, got married to uh, someone that I'd met when Landon was about six months old, and um, we lasted about three years. But when I was um, in school, I was when we were getting divorced, I was a, had just finished my junior year of college, and I could have moved back home or I could have stayed where I was, but if I'd moved back home from Illinois back to Dallas, then I would have had to pay out-of-state tuition and had to repeat my junior year. Oh, gosh. And yes, and God knows what he's doing, mm. so I stayed there and um, wound up dating my husband, who is my husband now, mm. and... Um, we came back to Dallas, got married, and um, shortly after we got married, I started my own company, Kids Care Therapy at the time, wow. and it was me with 10 patients, and I was, I was pregnant when, uh, we started the com- when I started the company and um, had my daughter in Grace in July. Okay, July can, I, can I hold yeah. up really quick because I'm like, yeah. our listeners are, wait, okay, wait, she was a teen pregnancy on food stamps and she started a business like you did a lot like right in that period of time so can I ask you before you started the business had you always had the entrepreneurial mind or were you like oh my gosh I need to do something with my life and make money I have this child what prompted you to start such a business that's long-standing and still around today oh my gosh okay so I started work in um, right after I got out of my master's degree with my speech pathology degree and was an undervalued employee. I never had any kind of entrepreneurial mindset, Mm -hmm. um, but I decided I did not want to be an undervalued employee and disrespected for the rest of my life and that I was worth more than that. Yes. And um, I had no idea what I was doing. (laughs) But, you know, when you're 28, you know everything. Right. So, Uh um, yeah, (laughs) I had that. Right. Um, So I decided, you know, put one foot in front of the other. I actually I found a consultant online and um told him I was going to do it. And he told me three times that basically I was crazy. Mm, I love those people so much. And you're like, "Mm, I'll show you crazy. (laughs) Yes. Sit down. Yes. Um, So um, I finally was like, look, I appreciate your opinion. Do you want the job or not? 
and um, he took me up on it, and um, we opened um, about eight months later. Wow. And um, it was just me with 10 patients, and today we do speech, physical, occupational therapy, and nursing services for kids all over Texas and Colorado, and we're getting ready to open a new state. Wow. That's unbelievable. Yeah. We have had the amazing blessing of being privileged enough to serve over 30,000 patients wow. in 15 years. Wow. Little kiddos with special needs. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. What an what a powerful thing to get to do. An honor really to do. It now, is. when you started and you had those 10 pace, patients, what was your service at the time? It was just me and okay. I was doing speech therapy. Speech therapy. And so something uh-huh. triggered along the way thinking what that I, I mean, cause I would think that'd be awesome. You had 10 patients and you probably were going to think, okay, I could grow, but what made you explode into the idea of, no, I want to reach more people and build this bigger company. Was that early on or what did that come much later? Um, I think it was kind of in the back of my mind, but I knew that the only way to scale was by hiring other people who could do the service and right. be billable, basically. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I did. I hired four speech therapy assistants, and I supervised, and they could do the visits while I supervised. And then we just kind of kept growing and yes. growing. We had this crazy bootstrapped marketing, Mm -hmm. grassroots marketing strategy. And it was just, it's only God. Really love that. Yes. Yes. Cause sometimes it's like, we don't know what we're doing, but if you keep putting one foot in front of the other and you're diligent with doing that and you're in line with God's plan for your life, it happens. It's amazing how it happens, you know, but you can't get frustrated or, you know, decide to quit during it. You've got to you know, stay the course. That's amazing. Wow. Well, and I will be completely honest. There were times where I was in charge of the billing. Mm -hmm. I could not figure it out. We had, um, upset our previous employer Mm. and that (laughs) didn't end well. Right. And, um, so that was going on and it was just, there was so much stress and my husband was working the night shift mm. at a warehouse because it was right after September 11th and that was the only place he could find a job with benefits wow. and I was pregnant. You were pregnant. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Wow. So you're and pregnant. He's working the night shift. You're like, babe, we should expand this and start this thing. Like that's <laughs> crazy, but it's awesome. Yeah. 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 And wow. I had a 10 year old, Landon mm. was 10 at the time and it was just, you know, I got to the point where he would come home on Fridays in, in the morning and I would have the covers over my head mm. and be crying because I couldn't figure out how to get the billing, right. to, you know, figured out. And he would say, he would pull the covers back and he would look at me and he'd say, Courtney, mm-hmm. get up. If it was easy, everyone would do it. Yes. Now, you've got a job to do and you've got people who count on you. So 
Get up. Get up. I love that. You know, one of the big things I talk about in the book that I've written is surround yourself with good people and people who understand. So he understood what you were capable of. And he also understood the journey that you were in. So he was the voice for you to be like, "Uh uh-uh, sister, not under the covers. Get up. I like that. I love that. I think our spouses, if they are the supportive type of spouse, it can really launch you into a whole new level. Adam's very much that way with me. Just Mm -hmm. so highly encouraged encouraging all the time, even when I'm feeling not, you know, like, I don't want to do this. And he's like, come on, you know, you got it kind of like cross that finish line. And I think that's really important to surround yourself with people like that. Okay. So I kind of cut off your story, but go ahead and um, pick up. So you started this business, it started to grow. And at the Mm -hmm. time, had you had, did you have your doctorate at the time? No. Okay. So when all of that was happening in 2005, um, I actually bought out my partner and cause I started the company with a partner in the beginning and then I had a pulmonary embolism. God. So I wound up in the hospital and which is a stroke, um, correct? Well, uh, no, that no. is okay. a blood clot in your lungs. Oh gosh. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, in fact, 30% of the people who have them die before they get to the hospital. Oh, my gosh, Courtney. So, So I always, yeah, I always say, well, we can talk about that in a little bit. But, um, yeah, so I looked at my odds and I was like, all right, God, you know, Mm. I'm an overachiever. And I just took 30% from 100. So, I'm living on 70%. Right. And, um and then, you know, later I had another issue happen. So, um, yeah, I'm the cat with nine lives. Now, what was causing this? Was this just health issues that you were going through or did, did something that you know cause it? It just happened? I have a clotting disorder. Wow. We found that out now. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. That's scary. And you're, it, were you pregnant at the time or this was fast forward a little bit? That was, no, I'd already had my daughter. Um, so that was in 2005 and, um, yeah. So then I had another daughter in September in, um, 2007, um, which I wasn't supposed to because of the clotting disorder, but I did. Uh They're little miracles. Oh, I love that. That is so cool. Wow. So you have three young kids, two young kids and one with 10, 12. A little bit older. Old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, so you decide, Hey, I'm going to also go to school on top of this. <laughs> Tell me how that works. <laughs> so in 2012, I had really transitioned out of the daily operations at work mm-hmm. and, um, decided that I'd, because I've been, I'd been a single teenage mom. I really wanted to get my doctorate. Only 2% of single moms, teenage moms, go on to get their bachelor's degree. Yes. So I, I was definitely one to say, you know, let's, let's go ahead and get the doctorate then. Right. Right. Wow. What a push and what an inner drive that you have. That's incredible. So So I started in August Mm. and I was in orientation in August of 2012, and then a month into the coursework. So in September, on September 18th of that year, I was 37, and I had a stroke in two places oh. and had a seven-hour brain surgery. 
Oh my gosh. That's so scary. That is so scary. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So you're rushed to the hospital. You have all these, you have three little kids. Your husband's probably Mm -hmm. panicking. You have a business. Oh my gosh. How long was that recovery? So I withdrew from school Mm -hmm. for those, uh, for that semester and then I re-enrolled in January of 2013. Unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. So I, I took those four months off to heal and um, get my feet back under me. Right. And then, then went back to school and then finished after um, two years. So it took me two full years. So I ended my doctorate in um, December of 2015. God. That's remarkable. That is remarkable because a lot of people, as I'm listening to your story, a lot of people would have tapped out. I mean, possibly the teen pregnancy, the first failed marriage, the, you know, blood clot. You could have tapped out at any point, but you have continued to push forward. And that's what I think makes you so remarkable. And what makes your voice so important to women is, you know, if you want it, if you're determined, don't let anything, any excuse get in your way. And you're proof of that. That's amazing. I love that your doctorate is in organizational leadership because yes. that's near and dear to our heart because Adam, you Adam. Know, had just finished his and he, um, he has his doctorate in organizational leadership. But actually we like to say as a family, we have our doctorate in organizational <laughs> leadership because it's definitely totally a family do. thing. Yes, it <laughs> right. is. I love that. That is so cool. Okay. So then tell us what happens. Um, you graduate and so, is this when the book writing starts or when does that so piece I come in? finished my dissertation, you know, and checked that box and then wrote my book, Unlimited Conquering the Myth of the Glass Feeling. So check that box. <laughs> okay. And you totally just blew past that. Unlimited <laughs> Conquering the Myth of the Glass Ceiling. Can you mm-hmm. kind of explain more? Because we, Adam and I, love the theory of the glass ceiling. Love it. So can you tell our listeners about it? So why I don't believe in the glass ceiling? Yes, yes. Because if you tell a little girl, look, there's going to be this object that stands in your way and you're not going to be able to see it, smell Mm -hmm. it, feel it, touch it, taste it, but it's going to hold you back. Then where is the power Mm -hmm. in her hands? Right. But instead what my research found is if you tell her, look, here are four challenges you're going to face. Let's create strategies to get beyond each of these challenges. Then the power is in her hands. Mm. I love that. I love that. So I encourage instead of us seeing this, you know, this object, this glass ceiling in our way to instead look at our journey as a maze or a labyrinth and know Mm -hmm. that there's going to be twists and turns. But if you keep if you're committed to getting through it, Mm -hmm. you can get to the end. How whatever you define success to be at the end and conquer. Right shatter that glass ceiling. I Mm -hmm. love that. And with your research, what have you found to be true about what women tell themselves when they're trying to reach a goal? Well, there's the four obstacles are family obligations. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, a lot of women aren't blessed 
to have really supportive partners. And, and so it's having that conversation with their partners and saying, look, I love you and I want to be partners and I need your help. Mm-hmm. Right. The second is limited advancement opportunities. The third was gender-based discrimination. And what really surprised me about that was how many women hold other women back. Yes. But the reason for that is the fourth obstacle And that was because so many women lack confidence. Wow. Even at the executive level. Gosh, isn't that amazing? I mean, it was incredible. And it's a problem, you know, I mean, it's a problem because we do then end up limiting each other and limiting then our best potential. Um, There Mm -hmm. was somebody on Instagram. I love her, Allie, and she has the light blonde and she wrote, support your friends listen to their ideas, go to their events, buy what they're selling when you can, share their posts, celebrate their victories, and remind them of their importance after their failures. I loved that because Mm -hmm. I think so often women think, okay, she's failing or she's busy with family, so I'm gonna try to pass her or whatever instead of being like, hey, let me bring you dinner. How can we go along together? Because we're so much more powerful together. And oh, yeah. Oh, it's incredible. We're uh, definitely a force to be reckoned with. And so I love that we need to remember as women that sometimes we're our worst enemies for ourselves, but then with each other, like how can we encourage each other constantly and motivate each other to be the best and live in that destined for greatness feel of, hey, live in your best potential. Wow, that's some really incredible research, you know, that it just lies within what we were talking before um, we hit play or um, record was it's a lot of it is between our ears. Yeah, for sure. Wow. It's it's and, and the thought in our head are so powerful and we don't realize how much they limit us, you know, at just that limiting belief of just anything, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, what you can accomplish and what you dare to dream. Right. Wow. I love that. And I always believe that whatever you dream, you have to then multiply it by 10, you know, because then that's mm-hmm. really what your dream is. But what we actually speak out is, you know, maybe 10 times what we think is really what could happen, which I think is so cool. So speaking about dreams, Dr. Courtney Baker, what is your next big dream? What's your next ambition that you're going for? So it's kind of along the lines of what we were just talking about because two of the challenges were women supporting other women and having a lack of mentorship as well as how many women lack confidence, mm-hmm. I realized in all of it that I that I was able to really help women entrepreneurs create and scale their own companies just like I had and that there was a market and a need mm-hmm. for that. And so I am currently coaching and, and business consulting for women who want to launch and scale their service-based businesses. And I'm creating an online course right now called From Side Hustle to CEO. Oh, I love that. I love that. Don't you think, or I would like to ask you, people just live in their side hustle when it's like, girl, you could make this 
a big mm-hmm. company, but it's like the fear of going from side hustle to CEO. I mean, that's probably a huge part where I'm sure during your coaching, do you ever get clients and are like, oh girl, you've got such a great big business here and you're just putting in you know, less than you should or what are you finding is holding them back from making it there? Is it back There's- to that fear? It's fear, but it's also the, their limiting beliefs Mm -hmm. and that so many of us think of all the reasons we can't instead of the reasons we can. Right. And Mm -hmm. so it's helping shine light on why they can, how they're positioned Mm -hmm. to move forward when they don't even see it right? and give them encouragement, but also provide business advice while we, as Mm -hmm. we go. Gosh, there's nobody to nobody better to get business advice than from you. I mean, your your oh, research, your you. experience, what you've already been through. I always talk about um, our failures are a lot of times the mile markers to success. And somebody like I yourself who has been in business for so long, and I think it's so wise for somebody like me or um, you know when I'm wanting to grow my business. Okay, who's been there before? And then they know the failures to me might seem so big at the time, but to them they're like, oh no, that's just a bump in the road. That's just a mile marker to the road to success, you know? And so Mm -hmm. you being that voice for so many women is so, so important. So I love that that's what you're doing. Okay. So you have given us a wealth of information and we need to know how to find you. So tell us the best way to one, get in touch with you, your website and your email maybe. And then um, these courses, what's the best way for people to get these in their hands? Sure. So you could go to my Instagram. It's Dr. Courtney Baker and Courtney has no you. (laughs) So it's Dr. Courtney Baker. And then the course um, to get my PDF of the 10 secrets female millennial entrepreneurs must know before launching their service-based business, go to drcourtneybaker.com forward slash 10 secrets. I love that. I love that. And those will be the tools to help you launch your dreams into something really big. So this is yes. awesome. Well, you are a joy. You are so many things. Oh, I feel like you just, are no girl, but just, <laughs> just a voice for women and to learn that, you know, through all that you've gone through, you have just made such an impact on this world. And I just love that. So I just thank you for your time. And I'm so excited to see how this coaching comes in your courses. And I know that'll be such a big help to so many women out there moving from side hustle to CEO. I love it. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> all right, thank girl. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. We'll have you back again. Thanks so much. Okay. Hey, it's Sarah Noose, and I believe that you are destined for greatness. Do you have a dream inside of you? You think about wanting more out of life? Well, I have seen incredible life change happen all across the country by women who have signed up for my four-week accountability group. I would love to offer you the opportunity for real life change. Head on over to sarahnoose.com and sign up. There's limited spots available, but I would love to get to know you, have you join, and watch you conquer your dreams. If this podcast was helpful, it would mean the world to me to have you rate it, review it, and share it on social media. Social media is a big place, 
and to reach more people, I would love your help. Thank you for joining us today. And remember, you are destined for greatness.